Blog Talk Radio. Aloha and welcome to Spiritual Journey. Today's topic is listening to spirit. I receive a lot of questions concerning this, and I am your host, Hawaii Psychic Geraldine St. Joseph. We're coming to you live today from snowbound Philadelphia. We were dumped on this week with a foot of snow, which is rather unusual for this area, but climate change and all that. So the question I get asked most is, how do I know whether it's spirit speaking to me, whether it's my intuition, whether it's, an, say, an outside force or entity or I'm just picking up radio waves, whether it's my own thoughts, whether it's emotional, how how do I discern what information I'm picking it up, picking up and where it's coming from. Discernment is a talent and a skill above all other skills. If you are going to be following your intuition, if you're going to be involved in metaphysics at all, if you're a spiritual person or a religious person, discernment is very, very important. That being said, what is discernment specifically? Discernment is being able to differentiate between the different voices and energetics that are around you. Discernment is being a good judge of character, uh, being able to tell the difference between when someone is lying to you or not lying to you, whether you really love someone, how you feel emotionally, how you feel spiritually, being able to pick on pick up on how other people feel also. This is all part of discernment. Some people try to switch it around and call it judgment and give it a negative connotation. Judgment is not necessarily a bad thing. It's when we judge without all the facts. It's when we prejudge. It's when we make assumptions that judgment falls into its negative connotation. It's when we minimize a person to a phrase or a word that judgment becomes bad. So let's not confuse the two. We're going to use the word discernment. And to discern means to give something more clarity. And that's what we're looking for is clarity. So the first thing I feel you need to do is to become very familiar with your body, with how your body reacts to people, places, and things. Most of us spend a good deal of our lives trying to ignore our bodies. We don't feed them right. We don't take care of them. We're not exercising. We're in pain and ignoring it. It doesn't make things better. As they say, your body is a temple and should be treated as such. That doesn't mean you don't do anything. It means that you take care of it, as you would a child or an infant. You make sure your baby is fed properly. You make sure your baby gets the proper sleep and rest. You make sure you play with the baby and give the baby attention. Well, you are that baby. You need that also. An empty vessel feeds no one. So what you need to do is start paying attention to your physical, visceral reactions to people, places, and things. 
some people are very highly sensitive, and there's different types of sensitivity. The most common type of sensitivity is called an empath. You have empathy for someone else, which means you can feel what they're feeling. When you sympathize, it's more of a logical thing. You give your sympathy to someone or you sympathize with them means that you understand what they're going through once you're what they're feeling. But when you're empathetic or empathic, you actually feel what they're feeling. You go through it with them. So there's a, a big difference between those two things. Most people have empathy. They can feel empathy. Most people ignore it. You need to learn how to discern when you're feeling empathy for someone and when you're feeling your own emotions. It looks like we have a caller already. Just so everyone knows, this is not, okay, the caller hung up, but just to make it clear, I do not do readings on air. If you have a question or a comment that will add to the discussion, I am more than happy to speak with you. If you're looking for a reading, then you need to contact me personally and schedule a reading. And my website is voiceofspirit.com, and all my contact information is on there. So to move further, one of the things that we lose as we get older is this ability to feel what others are feeling, or it becomes confused with our own emotions. As a child grows, and we as adults need to have a language for what we're feeling, we need to be able to say, I'm feeling sad. You don't need to be able to say, I'm feeling sad because it's nice to know the root of issues and the roots of problems, but to be able to really truly identify the emotion is the more important part. Especially boys and men are not taught this as they get older. They're told to suck it up, it doesn't matter, you don't cry, all these kind of falsities that end up really harming the person instead of helping them. And it leads to a very frustrating relationship or relationships with the people around them because there's no way for them to truly feel fulfilled because they don't know what they need and they don't understand what they're feeling. They have no language for it. So it comes out in aggression, in depression, in anxiety. This happens to women but to a lesser extent. Women aren't told not to feel their feelings. They're just told not to say anything or do anything about it. Whereas men are actually told not to feel it, period. So it kills off a whole part of the spiritual self. As we grow spiritually, we find that we become more empathetic to others. And as you feel empathy, as you understand the pain that other people are in or the joy that other people feel, and you can actually viscerally physically share that with them, it becomes easier, <clears throat> excuse me, to show compassion and to be compassionate. When you're on that level, that helps you create peace in yourself and in those around you. You don't, let me rephrase that, you don't create peace in those around you. You allow them a space where they can be peaceful because you're peaceful and your presence 
and your high vibration brings up the vibration of all those around you. Whether they are connected to you by some emotional attachment or whether they're just sitting next to you in the subway. Think for a moment. Take a deep breath. Close your eyes and sit still. What are you feeling? What are you feeling emotionally right now at this moment? How does that affect you physically? Is your neck tense? Do you feel your shoulders riding up to your ears? Does your lower back hurt? Are your hips sore? Maybe your knees? Now take a deep breath and release it slowly. And feel all that stress and tension melt away from your body. You don't need to protect yourself. You don't need to hang on to it. And take another breath. And release. And I want you to continue breathing deeply. Whenever it occurs to you throughout the day, take a nice, long, deep breath. Take two or three. Let your body know that it's okay to feel. It's all right to open up and to be relaxed. You are safe. Say with me, I am a child of God and I am safe. Say it with conviction three times. I am a child of God and I am safe. I am a child of God and I am safe. One more time. I am a child of God and I am safe. Feel that strength as it enters your system. Feel your body as it relaxes and allows your blood to breathe life back into your cells. You need the oxygen. You need the air. Give it to your body. Don't hold back. And you'll be amazed at how much better you feel. In these quiet moments, when your breath is deep and you're trying to relax and you feel the stress melt out of your whole system and you release your anger and your pain and you give it up to God and you step forward into your life, You look around you and say, okay, what do I do now? Get to know your body. Take the time to test your intuition out. It's like a muscle. 
it needs to be flexed and used in order to be built up. The way I describe it to my clients, you have information that you feel physically in three places. You have logic, which comes from the brain. <clears throat> For the most part, it doesn't affect you physically. It's all in your head, so to speak. If you obsess about something long enough, you will have a physical manifestation with it, but then it enters into the second, which is the emotional. When you're having an emotional reaction to something, you feel it in your upper chest and your throat. The throat might get tight or it might loosen up. Uh, there might be a feeling of weight or of ease. Pay attention to that. That's emotion. The intuition rests primarily in the solar plexus. Some people um, feel it lower than that, like around the belly button or below the belly button in the sacral chakra. That's what you call your gut feeling. That's your intuition. So your solar plexus are at the bottom of your ribs, between your belly button and the bottom of your ribs, that area. You'll feel a push or a pull. And you need to be aware and be sensitive of it because sometimes it's very, very subtle. Other times it feels like somebody's popped you in the stomach. Did you ever have an argument with someone and then you feel like somebody punched you in the stomach or you get news and it, and it hits you right there? That's your intuition telling you to back off, to defend yourself, to protect yourself, to move away, that there's danger when you get that type of a feeling in that area. When it's something you're supposed to move towards, basically we will feel an openness. It feels like it gets maybe butterflies or fluttery or um, it tickles a little bit. Everybody feels it a little bit differently. And that's why you need to pay attention. We are all unique. And the information I give you is based on my own personal perspective and my own personal life, what I have experienced. This is what I have found to be true for me and for the majority of people who are around me. However, as I said, you might be a little bit different. Maybe you feel it lower in your stomach. Uh, maybe you get, you know, your hands get hot or they get cold, or maybe it's your brow that um, contracts or, or relaxes. You need to learn your own body. You need to be aware of what's going on around you in order for this to really be of help. Another, <coughs> excuse me, another indicator, because we do have, at least from what I've experienced, I consider spirit is the Holy Spirit. Spirit is the voice of God in your head. It might be your, your Christ consciousness. It could be universe. It could be the goddess. It could be whatever you want to call it, but it's a higher calling. It's something that sees the whole, the whole picture, the whole tapestry. It sees more than we do. That's one thing. It's not the only voice. If you really listen to what's going on in your head, you'll hear several different voices. 
you'll hear, I mean, and, and when I say voice, let me clarify something before I go on. When I say voice, it's not necessarily an actual voice. It could just be a knowing. It could be a feeling. It could be, you know, your hair stands on end on your arms or goosebumps or something like that. Um, we pick up information differently. Many of us, however, do hear it as a voice or have a knowing. And there are many voices in your head because you'll hear, say you do something and it's not the brightest thing you've ever done. And you say, oh, how stupid am I? You may not say it out loud, but you say it in your head and you hear that as a voice. If you really listen, many times those knee-jerk reaction voices aren't necessarily our own. It could be something that your mother or a relative said to you as a child. It could be a teacher reprimanding you and telling you that you're doing things wrong. It could be somebody else's voice altogether that you've never heard before because you're standing next to somebody in the subway who's going through something and you're just picking up on their thoughts. Have you ever had the experience of having a song in your head clear as day and you turn on the radio and that song is playing? It makes sense that we would pick up on these things. And our thoughts are like radio waves. They have an energetic. They have a pattern that we send out to the universe. So what kind of a message do you want to send out to the universe? Are you telling the universe what you want? Or are you sending out fear? Fear and love are opposite ends of the same coin. They're the two sides. They are the two strongest determiners of our future. If you wrap fear, anger, anxiety around a thought. It gives it energy to become something real. If you wrap love, affection, compassion around a thought, you give it the energy and the impetus to become manifest also. What are you manifesting? Take a deep breath. Let it out slow. Center yourself. And when you feel fear, anxiety, anger come up in you physically, often your chest gets tight, your stomach might get tight, your shoulders will hunch up, uh, your neck will start to hurt, you might get a headache. All these indicators are that you're holding on and wrapping your thoughts around something negative. At that point, you need to take a deep breath, take a deep breath, hold it for a moment, and let it out slowly, releasing with it that fear, relaxing your muscles, and changing your thought patterns to something more positive. Listen to the voices in your head and get rid of the ones that don't need to be there. If you're standing on the subway platform, and I know I use that one a lot, or you're standing in a crowd and all of a sudden you get fears that you're not looking right or you look stupid or you feel anxious, take a deep breath, look inside your body and see whether or not that's you. 
Many times it will not be you. There's somebody else in the crowd feeling that, and you're picking it up. So by taking a deep breath and allowing that oxygen and that light to clear you, you are then removing those toxins from your system. It does take a certain level of awareness. But if you're listening, if you're downloading this show and if you're listening to it on a regular basis, you are trying to develop this awareness. I am just an instrument of spirit to help you figure out how to do that. So, as you go about your day, your week, your month, your year, in order to develop this awareness, you need to slow down. Take a moment. It only takes 30 seconds. And take a deep breath. And release everything that's holding you back. Make room for the light and love of God to come into your life and to come into your body and to energize you. Allow yourself the space to love yourself. We are between two eclipses right now. And we are in the season of the solstice, Christmas, (coughs) excuse me, in the Western New Year. These are intense times. There's a lot of fear around us. And our job is to make sure that we replace that fear with love, compassion, and understanding. Don't feed into it. When your thoughts turn to negative things and things that you don't want, acknowledge that. Let it pass out of your awareness and bring in something better. For instance, I know a lot of people right now are worrying about finances and they're looking at being without a job or or having work but not enough. And there's a sense of lack and the sense of lack brings fear. When you feel yourself falling into that, remind yourself that if God takes care of all the birds in the sky, and if there's enough for them and they're so well taken care of, think about how much there is for you. There is enough for everyone. There is enough for us all to be abundant. We often make the mistakes, especially in our Western society, Um, where we think that it's about the money. It's not about the money. Is it really the money that you need or is it a roof over your head? Is it the money that you need or is it warm clothes, appropriate clothing for wherever you are? Is it about the money or is it about having food on your table? Our needs, yes, you need money to pay bills to get these things, However, 
there's often other ways. You need to focus on what you need and not on how you're going to get what you need. Because there are often times where things are presented to you in an outward way, and unless you're open to the opportunities, we tend to dismiss it. I know several people who are so caught up in their drama that they completely dismiss all the gifts that they're being given to help them with their financial crisis and with their problems. For instance, I have um, I know someone who's a very talented cook, and he's very personable, and he's had financial problems for a really long time. And on a regular basis, people try to hire him to do catering. And every time he gets these offers, he refuses to take money for it. And he ends up putting himself out and putting more money into it than what he's getting. So he's not even breaking even on it. He's actually losing money every time he caters a job. That is his decision. That is not God not supporting him. That's him not supporting himself. God is giving him the means, and he is shunning it and pushing it away. So you need to look at what opportunities are around you and be open to accepting those opportunities. It may not be something that you're thrilled about doing, but it could lead to something better, something greater. You need to open your awareness and open your mind and realize that you don't have all the answers. But spirit does. So how do we get through these really stressful, fearful times without picking up on what everyone else is doing (coughs) or feeling. It's simple. When you feel that energy coming into you, you take a deep breath and you release And with every breath, open your heart and feel the love and light of spirit, of the Christ, of God, of the goddess, of the universe, by whatever name you call this energy. Come into you, renew you, and protect you. Today's show is a shorter show. I'm not sure whether I'm going to go to half-hour shows or not, but I may. We have three minutes remaining. (laughs) Sorry about the cough. As I said, I am in Philadelphia. I'm not used to um, this atmosphere, we'll say. So to recap, what is your homework? Your homework is to really become aware of your body and how your body is reacting to situations and people. Your homework is to follow your intuition. Your homework is to breathe deeply, to release your anxiety and fear, and to know and have faith that God's light works through you. I would highly recommend starting a journal if you don't have one already. And really listen to the voices in your head. When they're not voices you want to hear or if they're not positive, 
You need to tell them to go away, and they will. You don't need to do it out loud because that might seem a little weird. And you need to move forward with determination, with pride, and with love in your heart. This is the season of compassion. Let's show that and feel that. So this time of great change, of major decisions, of stress, of enlightenment, take advantage of the energy. Ride it. Let it guide you. Feel it in your body. Release the stress and bring in love and light and relaxation. Currently, I'm in the Philadelphia area. So if anyone wants a face-to-face reading or would like to do a talk, my contact number is 808-261-7866. I will be in this area indefinitely. I am often in Philadelphia, in Lancaster County, and down in Wilmington, Delaware area. I can also easily get to New York City, all of New Jersey, and other parts of Pennsylvania, Maryland, and even Virginia. So give me a call, send me an email, let me know how you're doing, and let me know if you have any questions. You can always call and get a reading. My Rates are posted on all my websites. So check out voiceofspirit.com. And remember to take a deep breath. Aloha.